then everyone welcome to the wedding mavericks podcast with me Lindsay, and jules hello this is a podcast for wedding videographers and photographers where we discuss all aspects of running a business developing technical knowledge and skills and pushing your creativity before we start today's episode um if you are finding it useful then please um let us know by perhaps reaching out to us um, on social media or if you wouldn't mind at all taking a moment please just to leave a review wherever it is that you listen to your podcast we would really appreciate that it's going to help us to grow our community and help more and more people build successful and sustainable wedding photo and video businesses and these episodes of course are always available on youtube if you do want to watch us also so just have a look for us at Wedding Mavericks on YouTube. Thank you. Uh, the podcast is, as usual, sponsored by Divine Studios. So if you're looking for any um, branding, uh, development or web design, uh, check them out. And uh, if you quote Wedding Mavericks, when you inquire with them, they'll give you a 10% discount on the services. Thanks, Divine, for sponsoring the podcast. So we're just going to kind of crack straight on with this week's episode and mm-hmm. um we're going to try and make it a quicker one um you see you say that and i, I, say I that. almost feel like, like it's a bit we of a jinx because we do that every week yes but i've already explained why we've got because <laughs> we've got a few kids up there <laughs> <laughs> so we ain't got we ain't got that much time um it's been it's been a funny week really because uh, things are starting to get busy there's a lot going off um in terms of work um so we've We've got like quite a few weddings coming up in the next. We've we've had some in the last week, and we've got some coming up in the in the weeks ahead. Uh, so I'd say this is probably on paper, and it will probably be practical as well. The, the busiest part of our year, yeah. These next few weeks, so we really want to we really want to make sure we record the podcast mm. and keep putting them out. So we're trying to find. Um, we're, we might not be sticking to the the planned podcasts that we were going to do um, just because they take a little bit more prep. Today's is going to be more uh, kind of discussion based on something that came up at the weekend that we're, we're going to talk about. So um, we had a um, couple of weddings last weekend, mm-hmm. um, one on Friday, one on Saturday. Um, we, we were, they were both a bit of a drive away from where we live. So we, we were on the road, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and the... The topic that we're going to talk about, um, which is is more is more kind of rather than being a technical topic or a business related topic, it's more of a like um, opinion or preference thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which I suppose when you when you're talking about anything that's creative or artistic, it, it it's actually uh, you know it hopefully people will connect with this topic in a way where they have their own opinion or maybe stuff we'll talk about in this might change your opinion a little bit who knows mm-hmm. um and certainly if you have um your own view on this we'd love to hear it yeah what we're going to talk about because i think I, well i i'm always i'd always like to hear other people's points of view and opinions because i'm always looking for you know a more broad understanding 
and I like it when someone changes my view on something because they've they've brought something to the table that maybe I hadn't considered or in a way that I hadn't considered. Um, so we'll. It's, sorry, I was going to say, I think it's well, it's just saying it there. I think because it's around the approach, somebody's approach to how they. Yeah. It's not really what the output there. is. Yeah. No, but I think there are so many different approaches. You know, each individual videographer, photographer will have their own mental, if you like, and physical approach to a wedding. But there are only. A handful, a very small number of words or the terms used to yeah. describe those styles. One of them being the one that that, that we're going to delve into today. Documentary. It's funny, isn't it? And and I think that it because there's so many of these different approaches, yet just a small number of terms that people like to use. Yeah. I think that's a big reason in why it, it's such a topic of discussion for people and debate and, you know, can sometimes kind of, especially in the group sometimes, you know, does does cause um, causes reactions, doesn't it? Yeah, but, but I mean, whatever you do to document a wedding day, capture a wedding day, you know, whatever style or approach you've got, it doesn't, it doesn't, the main thing for me, and I think you'd agree with me, is that you are, the the first and foremost thing you're doing on that day is is doing it for the couple. You, yeah. You're showing them 100%. their wedding yeah. day back. Now, however, whatever taste they've got in terms of the aesthetics or the types of images or videos that, that they want from their wedding day um, and the way in which that person will... Um, gather them, capture them, whatever you... The word capture just gets used a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> um, it you know, th- they they choose the person or people or style that they own approach that they will hopefully will suit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the reason we're going to discuss this is because our pe- people don't know unless they've actually watched you at a wedding if they're just reading your website or Instagram, if you're, they're just hearing what you're telling them that you do, your approach and your style, you might be misled. You know, they might be getting misled, mm-hmm. might they? Yeah. Because, you know, are you really, are you really a documentary wedding photographer or, or videographer? I think it's, I think it's less of a thing. I don't think it's a term that's used necessarily by videographers per se. I'd say we're quite documentary in style, mm-hmm. but I think it's less of a thing of like, this is a style, you know, mm. it, whereas with photography, I think it's very much um, documentary wedding photographer is mm-hmm. a very much a, it's like a search term, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so just before we go any further, this isn't like, we are going to talk about this specific um, experience that we had at the weekend. And this isn't like about criticising because everybody's got their own way of doing things. It's more about, is it right to not be honest about how you really do things? Um, b- because if I'd... We work with... We, we sometimes do photo and video, like we talked about in the last episode, and then quite regularly as well, we, we work alongside other photographers, um, occasionally other videographers. And 
so we we get to experience both mm-hmm. sides of things and we also understand both sides of things yeah. so we can be quite objective about this this isn't just like we've got upset about something and then we're having a, a moan we want it to be quite a a useful and um you know pr- pragmatic conversation about it um so this is the scenario isn't it yeah a photographer who describes himself as a documentary wedding photographer and they they basically have on their website written all of the things that you would expect somebody who is a documentary wedding photographer to write about themselves mm-hmm. you know about them being unobtrusive letting the day unfold not getting involved not posing not not you know manipulating anything uh, letting the day unfold and, and just you know not getting in your face type thing um so that you know if you think well that's what i'm gonna get then you are expecting well i would be expecting that yeah um and again this has got nothing to do with the couple because i don't think the couple were upset in any way that they, they weren't getting what they wanted or anything like that um i think that it was just from our observation it was quite a challenge to work with this person mm. um and on other occasions I'd say 99% of the time we we work really well with absolutely anyone but the yeah. times where it's more of a challenge and it's never it's never that we bring it up as an issue it's never that we have a problem but the times where it's been more difficult to work alongside another photographer or filmmaker has been where that person's style they'll say they are documentary and the, for some reason their interpretation of that isn't really what they're saying it is mm. I'm beating around the bush here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's 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 kind of. This person was there all day, in every freaking shot, weren't they? Yeah. They were very close. Now, again, if you like working on a wide lens, you want to shoot, you know, on a twenty-four mil or a or less than twenty-four mil all day. One of them was. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, that's that's fine, um, and and I, I I totally understand that approach and and how that can give you particular types of images. So it's not actually being critical about that as a style. It's just that in order to do that, there was some very odd um, positioning, as in really involved. And I don't mean just you know close. I mean how close are we talking, Linz? Lindsay doesn't get wound up by anything, but it was starting to get, especially when you were getting told that you were in the way. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I found that difficult. Yeah, found that difficult at the at the weekend. Um, it was just too much. It, it was too much. The 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 personality. Yeah, which again, everyone's got a different personality, the, so we can't really. No, but no, it no. Was, it was uh, overbearing. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was overbearing. It was in everybody's faces. It was. <laughs> Don't do the silent thing. <laughs> People are listening yeah, to the podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just trying to be diplomatic. Um, because, yeah, it, it it was, it became so, they were in people's faces so much and just had this desire to be the centre of attention themselves so much throughout the day it, it just made me wince it made me cringe 
and again, that that's fine. But again, to me, it's not documentary because a documentary. No, no, no. Someone is, and that's fine. So don't worry. I'm, I'm, yeah. Don't worry. I'm coming on to that. It, so I understand putting all that legwork in and working so hard to entertain people, to have guests become so familiar with you that when you do stick your camera in their faces, which is what you need to do, okay, when you're kind of, you know, with your elbows, you're touching guests that are around you and they are um, needing to kind of give you some space so that you can simply get a photograph of the person that's within that circle that they're actually part of and speaking to. And, and, you know, key moments of the day, like the speeches I'm thinking of particularly, my goodness, from kind of encouraging guests to move out of their way so that they could position themselves perfectly yeah. to get the shots that they needed. But because of the lens they were using, they just needed to get so close. It was the complete opposite of unobtrusive it was <laughs> in your face intrusive <laughs> <laughs> it it's ju- it, it made me it made me feel uncomfortable watching it and it it made it, uh, it was like it, it almost a feeling of of sort of insignificance of, as well of you know, at one point, a guest kind of walked past me on the way to the toilet and went, oh, who are you? You look a bit too smart to be taking pictures like him. And and the photographer kind of left it off and said, oh, that's, that's Lynn's, she's filming today. And I kind of thought, there you go. The fact that that guy doesn't know who I am means in my mind, I'm doing my job right. I'm doing exactly what we say on our website. The unobtrusive, unobtrusive blend into the background. Yeah, and, you, and, you, and not you everybody wants to blend into the background. So, I, so again, just to no. just to reiterate, this <laughs> is no, no, no. Disclaimer, it? Oh, no, it's not not about well, disclaimer, but it's about it's about that everyone's got a different style, and we've worked alongside a lot of people who yeah. who who are more visible than we would be and shoot closer than we would shoot, and yeah, things like that. Because, definitely, because like you know. If you're shooting everything on an 85, which isn't how we shoot, but if you were shooting everything on an 85, you are going to be, you know, a bit further back. Mm-hmm. And if you're shooting everything on a 24, you're going to be a lot closer. So it's not about what, what lens you're using and how you shoot. No, it is no. like also to do with there is close, then there is sat on someone's knee taking a photo. Sat on someone's knee, and then there's just, there is structuring and directing the 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 people that the image is intended of to the people around to saying to to us can you please move because you're going to be in my shot yeah as in uh, just to just to reiterate that is that is you're at the back of this massive room like it's a big barn and you must have been about 40 meters 50 meters away and you know literally that is a long way right so on a 150 mil to get the the ceremony from the back mm-hmm. so absolutely not intruding on anything get you know you couldn't be much further away well you couldn't be any further away unless you went behind the cloth thing that was mm-hmm. separating that part mm-hmm. of the barn to the other part of the barn 
So you're, you're, you're miles away and you're getting that shot from the back and this person actually asked you to move because you were going to be in his shot mm -hmm. of the, the bride coming down the aisle. Mm -hmm. Now, bear in mind, we do this week in, week out. We've never... I've never had someone I've ask me to move because they, they basically say, you know, we always try to the not be is, in people's shots. I mean, we don't like being in each other's shots. Mm. So we, we kind of know how to work and how to set things up to not be in each other's shots. Mm. But the fact is, if you're going to film the wedding, if you've, if someone hires a videographer, you can't be invisible. You can't, you've got to stand somewhere to get no. the shot and you've got to try and position it to get a good shot of, of it. So it's accepted by photographers, videographers, that you'll be in each other's shots because yeah. you've both got a job to do. But you pick a spot. Yeah. And you, you, st and you stick you, with you don't, it. You don't. And so... Well, not you, everyone you does. Have, you have that conversation do. with a photographer and, y you know, I, I, I remember um, working with a lovely photographer that we've worked with a few times at the Orangery at a wedding last year and she just happened to say oh Lindsay once you've set that camera going because they've got these huge pillars down the centre of the room she said once you set that camera going are you planning on staying there or we move and I said as soon as I've set a recording Jane I'll be moving to the back don't worry I won't be in your shot just just a simple conversation beforehand and we understood we managed one another's expectations we understood clearly what we kind of needed but, you know, whether you're a photographer that f that will shoot solo or you have a second as well, the reason you'll have a second is because, yes, you want more candid shots as well, but you want a second angle. Mm. And when there's two people getting married, yeah. you want to cr you want to be able to, whether you're filming or photographing that wedding, the, the aim there, the purpose of having two people is that you get the bride and you capture the groom's reaction or you capture whoever it is that's already waiting at the front of that ceremony, the idea is that you capture their reaction as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just the way it was asked as well. Um, anyway, as, we've, as labored, just, we've labored that one okay, a little bit. all right. Um, so, so some other examples of this unobtrusive style where um, the bride arrived in a wedding car and um, this is already the ceremonies now, you know, kind of where everyone's waiting the registrars are waiting to speak to to the bride that's just arrived, and there was then this five to ten minute uh, photo shoot inside the wedding car, and it's something that I've never actually seen done by any photographer. You know, like yeah, nip in, get a quick photo of bride and dad in the wedding car, takes all of about thirty seconds. This went on for several minutes, taking shots from different angles, climbing up on the roof of the wedding car. I'm sure the chauffeur was like thinking, what the chuffing hell's going on here? Like, you're going to do something, you know, going to break my car, you know, climbing through the, the sunroof and all sorts. And look, no problem, right? If that's your style and if the if the couple have specifically asked for certain shots and said, this is really important and I want this shot, I get it. But that's not documentary wedding no. photography. No. Setting like up say, that it's shot. Ju it's just, it's it's... A big misrepresentation. Yeah. And this happened throughout the day, didn't it? Mm. At different points, climbing up on ladders, uh, you know, moving people, whether it was guests out of the way or asking the couple to stand in certain locations to mm -hmm. be able to get particular compositions and things like that. It's it's not documentary. And um, that's, that's what we're talking about, really, is if you're saying that, if that's something that you're purporting to be, mm. you really need to know 
what that is and and are you really doing that because it's okay if you're not and you like doing stuff a different way mm. but it's not documentary for me i would just i mean some of those images because what the photographer liked to do was show the guests and show us what great images they were and you know what when they've when they've been edited as well and the couple see those images some of those will be phenomenal they really will you know we like to kind of shoot through things and 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 it will it'll look fantastic but it, it it's it's just that because i know the the, the brides commented on the difference in styles when you were speaking to her at the end of the day and if if you know that logistically it's a lot to compose and direct and structure and set up those shots if you know that just say that just be honest about that and have that conversation and just say yep you've obviously you've looked through my work this is how you've i made do a connection it. with my work and that's fantastic but what i want to let you know is that a shot like this for example what i would need to ensure was happening here or here or in the background or in the foreground this is what i would need to make sure of because that because that's the thing it, it was you know i think it was the experience on the day but what's triggered this kind of as a conversation for us that's gone on for the last few days is the fact that we looked at their website afterwards and it's that copy that's written on there mm. and you think about that and the terminology that's used and then just just the experience on the day and and they're inconsistent um and so yeah i have a big problem with that because um it's misleading for couples that's all yeah and i think fortunately these this these these were a really laid back well they were really, really nice relaxed, they were really nice really couple nice and relaxed people. and and I, I think it kind of all worked out on the day didn't it uh but i, I would say that this couple did want relaxed and laid back mm-hmm. but i also think that in the moment um it was quite f- for them they, they, they seemed to quite rise to being center of attention and enjoying the the day mm-hmm. whereas if you had a couple that were really genuinely shy and really genuinely didn't because we've because we've met those types mm. of couples they would really feel uncomfortable uh being be just with that approach mm. and if you're if you've used all these words that say your approach isn't like that then that's that's going to be because <laughs> we talk about experience customer experience and we talk about customer service and, and and everything you know the couple and the guests for us are at the heart of everything we do the work is important the the you know what you produce at the end of it and what you capture is important mm. because that's your job but the way that in which you deliver the job you know, there's a, there's someone for everybody out there. Definitely, there is a style and mm. aesthetic and approach for everybody. Some people want you know very editorial images. Some people want very staged, posed stuff. You know, and some people want somebody who is literally just going to not impact on the day. Yeah. So. And that's that's just the thing, isn't it? You you know, just ask yourself: Are, are you being honest about how you obtain how you capture your images 
put your film together? Are you being honest about that? Are you genuinely portraying what the couple will get from you? Mm. Because you said near the beginning, you know, it could be that the couple um, have never met you before. And, you know, I know we've previously talked about... um, how good it is to get referrals and especially when people have kind of seen you in action if you like so not only can they take that first-hand experience of what they've observed they then go a bit further by finding more about about you personally on social or on your website so what a great combination of of understanding who it is that you want to go ahead and book but then sometimes you know couples only have the information that you're sharing with them before they make a decision yeah. Or they'll make a decision based on how you portray yourself on your website, within your work, on your social media. And then they make a, a booking from there. So just consider that for, for a moment. What you're putting out there in writing, how you're sharing your persona on social media, is that genuine? And is that really what the couples are going to get? I mean, what, what, I suppose I don't, I don't, I know because we've gone through this so recently, but, um, you know, in terms of, um, we've thought really hard about the, the copy that we wanted to put onto our website. And I think the approach that we believed in delivering and that we were aiming to deliver in from day one, really at the core of that, it's still the same now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. So when we talk about documentary or candid, for instance, you know, to listeners or viewers, where where do you sit in that kind of spectrum, if you like? Which end of the thing, the, the scale do you sit at? Where, where would you put us? Well, I, I think we're I think we're a, a mixture. I'd never ever write down that we are fully documentary mm-hmm. wedding photographers or documentary wedding videographers we're not we don't have a style which lends itself to being completely everything is documentary mm-hmm. i would say the biggest part of the day 78 percent of it is definitely documentary um because we we do just capture things as they happen we anticipate things we try to be in the right place at the right time to capture things and we do just document what unfolds we're not telling people where to be we're not trying to stop people or encourage them to do something that they weren't going to do naturally you know we we we're trying not to be noticed too much because we want people to behave naturally in front of the camera mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of the time we manage to we manage to achieve that um but then also if we were for instance it's, it's it is different when we're doing the video compared to the photo but we do think that people should have if they want them um some shots with their family like group shots and things like that and if they want some portraits of just the two of them something that looks like hey we got married today and we're in our best stuff we're in our suit and our dress or whatever and where, you know, smile, not necessarily smiling at the camera, but just some kind of intended, like, I'm having my photo taken and I might put this one up on the wall or whatever, or mm-hmm. this might be my screensaver on my phone. Mm. Things like that. You know, this one might go in the album. It's, it's a, we do that. And I think that that's right to, for people to, to want that on their wedding day because it, but the rest of it shouldn't be impacted. 
when they're having fun with a guest, it should just be about having fun with a guest. And if you get some great footage and some great snaps of that, amazing. And if you can pull off good composition and, and you've got the lighting on point and you've managed to create a really cool image or you manage to get a sequence of video clips that really look good together, then I think that's the mark of somebody who's really good at what they do. Mm. But setting anything up stopping people asking them to do something again or you know in in kind of um involving yourself <laughs> involving yourself in what it is that they're doing so that you can get this mm. somehow almost intimate moment mm. inside it but it can't possibly be as natural as it was going to be because you've now inserted your camera and yourself into mm. You know, like you say, if there's like a, a people stood around talking or drinking or whatever, and you then become in that, mm. uh, to me, that's no longer a candid moment, even if it is just happening, mm. because those people are very much thinking, what What's this person doing? I don't, you know. Yeah. Because when people say they feel uncomfortable in front of the camera, and people say, I'm a documentary wedding photographer or videographer, or whatever. I don't make you feel uncomfortable in front of the camera. How can how can people not feel uncomfortable if they're if, if if all of a sudden they were having a chat and now there's a camera in the chat? Mm. That's just my take on yeah. it. Yeah, I might be wrong. So let us know in the comments if mm. that's not how you think it should be. Mm -hmm. Send us a. It's DM. difficult, isn't it? Because because. Because, like I said, there are so many different approaches, and um, each photographer and videographer that, that we, we as individuals are each going to have our own interpretation of those words. You know, our interpretation and understanding of the word documentary or candid will be different to the next person and the next person. You know, and when you, if you write on your website and you tell your couples, you will have this immersive experience. You'll be able to re-immerse yourself in my images or my films, my wedding videos. Do you know what? On the one hand, when I think about that photographer on the dance floor, and again, that circle of a few people who are dancing, but he is the person in the middle of that, taking the images, yeah, he is literally immersed mm. in the center of that and the images that will come out of course yeah, absolutely and, and they're, they're going to be sometimes and, so I, and yeah. places yeah there are sometimes and places where that approach is valid and that is one of them i think I, I, do. I do i don't really have as much of a problem with that as i do you know other parts of the day like for instance the ceremony mm -hmm. you know the, there was there was some interference in the ceremony, there was some interference in the speeches. You know, for example, the speeches, you know, obviously we're trying to capture these moments as well. And they, they were, he was, this person was dictating where the person stood to deliver the speech, even though it wasn't like there was loads of different places to give the speech. It was just the case of, it was moving people around so that everyone gave the speech from the same place, mm. as in moved from where they were, stood up to the same place which was perfect vantage point for the for them to get their photos that's not documentary no so that's yeah yeah we won't mention the wine glass on the top table the, and the, yeah there were and, and then and then yeah 
I mean, at one point, as I'm filming the speeches, there weren't even any photos being taken. This person stands in the middle of the cam, in where the camera's pointing. He knows exactly where I'm stood getting the shot. And, and he's picked up a wine glass off the table and he's drinking wine. Which, don't matter whether you feel like that's appropriate or not, drinking at weddings, couldn't give a monkey's at, I'll have a beer sometimes, but I mean, like, in the middle of the speeches, taking a, what I can only assume was a guest's... Uh, a guest's wine glass and start drinking from it in the middle of the speeches but also then like totally blocking me filming the person who's t- t- giving the speech it just was probably the most odd thing that's ever happened <laughs> ever happened in terms of <laughs> yeah. trying to work alongside another a, professional across the room I was looking at work yeah what 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 and you couldn't even you couldn't even see how it was blocking how, my no, shot. No, no, not from that side. But but just thinking from so, the So now side I've of got to deliver the the couple speeches with you know they can't see the person the the groom or whatever giving the speech at that particular moment because there's a swig of swig from the wine glass which goes on for about a minute. You know, stood there anyway. We obviously had a bad experience, and uh, we thought we'd share it with you. It's not raw. Not raw at all, and is it? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so to to, to just um, <laughs> despite a few moments of of kind of making it uh, a little bit more personal there, because it's it, the, the main thing for us, um, you know, one the couple had absolutely no idea that I was really bothered. Yeah, because we're, we're, not, we're not going to actually bring it up and we don't even bring it up with the with the photographer. No. We, we were firm when we no. needed to be, as in, no, we're not moving, you know, if he, if he made a request. You know, even stuff like you told me that in prep, he kind of came and stole, you had a good shot that you'd kind of, you know, you'd, you'd seen a good composition, a good place to stand an angle and, mm-hmm. and then he came and stole it and stood right in front of you where you were shooting mm-hmm. because he even, and even said, ooh, what you got there? And then came and stood in front of your camera. I mean, we were a bit of a clown, really. We were just having a really, a, a funny experience, but mm. it just made us think there are other occasions where we've been working alongside someone who's just, who said the same thing about being documentary and mm. it's just nonsense. If that's how you'd think documentary is goes, it's nonsense. And it, it really isn't helpful to work alongside, you know, when you work trying to work together and you're trying to you should be there to help each other out. It's not about you being the most important or, mm-hmm. you know it should be mm-hmm. a, a collaborat- that, that's collaborative that's effort. That's the thing for me. I think Although the bride kind of the, the bride at the end of the evening it had sort of made reference to it to to you and was obviously aware of the photographer's approach and there you know she she'd she'd seen it and throughout the day like you've said thankfully well one like you've said we would never um, never even dream of of making an issue of it on the day and didn't um, but you know she was she just had a lot of kind of you know awareness of a self but you could see it it didn't thankfully detract from that couple that family that bunch of friends that was there it it was a massive party for them wasn't it it was you you know um three years in the making and and you know a medical issue with the groom a week before the wedding and things like that and they were just so gracious and um excited for that day that it had 
taken something horrendous to to spoil that for them but you could see she was aware with it uh, aware of it sorry and for for me it, it it was just and I know we've talked about this it was just that thing of you know let's just be real about how we're representing ourselves to our couples because if they don't get the chance to meet you beforehand and they are going to make a decision on booking you based on how you will depict yourself in words and in images on your website for your photo or your video services let's just be authentic Authentic. about it let's just be real about it so that nobody's misled absolutely and let's remember why we're there Um, we're there we're there for the couple yeah and we're not it's not about the artist yeah we're not we're not there for ourselves um and if they've asked you to to be very direct and to mm. to arrange everything, and that's your style and your approach, that's great because they've picked the right person. But if they're yeah, so that's and mm. just before we wrap it up, um, so what I wanted to mention was just so that we were clear on what documentary wedding photography is mm-hmm. and everything. So one of one of my like favorite. Um, photographer and videographer companies uh, businesses um artists creatives is um york place studios if you've not checked them out you've probably heard of them because they're, they're quite well known and they're based in the north of england and check them out because they're great but i, I happened to google documentary wedding photographer one of their uh, blogs that they'd written came up and so i read that and i've just lifted this from it and i just wanted to say because i just wanted to be clear on what documentary wedding photography is so this is to quote them documentary wedding photography is simply the photographing of unposed wedding moments captured as they spontaneously occur without prior instruction or intrusion by the photographer and i will link the blog post in there it's a good read if you want to read it um and they are you know they are one of the best at what they do and uh they're some of the pictures that they managed to create are, are, are fabulous and i'm i'm sure that they might shoot on 24 mil quite a bit and things like that um but i i'd I'd never worked alongside them i don't know but you know Mm -hmm. everything in that blog is the opposite of what that guy was doing so and it's just quite a nice succinct kind of description that of of what yeah and and i've looked around and that's that's what it's written on other things as well and and that's that's more of what I would understand yeah. that approach to... To be. To, yeah, yeah. For, for photo and film. Yeah. 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 So that's... Uh, so there you go. That's it. We're going to wrap up now. Mm-hmm. So... Leave that food for thought. Yeah. It's a, we're posing <laughs> questions, and obviously we've given our view as well, but we are posing questions. So if you've got something... To, to feedback to us or an opinion on it please share it we'd love to open a discussion about what you think documentary wedding photography or videography is and it, you know is it as clean cut as what we've just said you know is there some grey areas to it and if there are those grey areas we, we think that you don't call yourself a, like we wouldn't call ourselves documentary we would call us we would say we have documentary elements to it mm-hmm. but yeah cool cool okay well thank you all so much for your time today uh we hope this has been a a thought-provoking useful episode for you 
Um, if it has a course, don't forget to like and follow our podcast. And if you have any opinions or questions, as Jules has just mentioned, you can reach out to us. And the best way would be to DM us on Instagram at Wedding Mavericks. We will be shooting a couple of weddings. Um, Going tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, yes. And then, not Friday, but then on Saturday. So um, out and about again over the next couple of days. We have another school holidays fast approaching. Yay. <laughs> Four weddings next week. So Live streaming job. <laughs> yeah. Some meetings with potential clients. Busy. Yeah, busy, busy. Good. And we hope uh, you are too. Um, and that you have uh, a great a great weekend. And enjoy the weddings or whatever work it is that, that you're up to. Okay. Take care, everybody. And we will see you in the next one. Bye.